Episode number seven, chit chat with Chitty. Lucky seven. You know, it's been a weird day. And we're going to be talking about, we're actually going to really focus on you four and five, because Mindy works here too. Um, And just kind of introduce you to the world of YouTube, iTunes, podcasts, and Spotify. Just tell us about yourselves. You don't have to go into crazy details, whatever you want to share. And then you're going to, we'll do some fun stuff ask some stuff about me, you can roast me if you want, we're gonna go through a bunch of things, but it wouldn't take too long. Cool. And then Ron has some stuff I think he wants to do. I don't, no, because oh, okay. I wasn't supposed to be here for this episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Go, go. So we're starting this episode like an hour and a half later than planned, which is very normal for my very life. Very Jerry. Waiting on Jerry. Yes, it is very Jerry. Very waiting good. for a Jerry. I'm not a late person, though. It's not that I'm a late no, person, no. it's that... I'm a surgeon. You have no, <laughs> you have no concept of time. Yeah. You have zero concept of time. I have a concept. Okay, how about, oh, let, let, okay, let me introduce everyone, because we just okay. kind of started talking. Hi, everyone. This is Chit Chat with Chitister MD. Chit Chat with Chitty. Get the um, branding right, man. Chitty. I know. Chitty, I get, he said get the branding right, Ron. Thanks. This is episode number seven. Lucky number seven. So last episode, we actually were at our new form spa location in Riverton, Utah, where we had Gia Bianca Stevens on, Jordan Clements, Ron was there, Mindy was there. We had a mukbang, we had Thai food from Simply Thai. We talked to them about being drag queen. Well, Gia's a drag queen, Jordan is not, that I know of. He wants to be. He wants to be. We'll get him there. Oh, and Steve, so Steve was, remember I mentioned Steve last time? He's here today. I'm here oh, yeah, today. So that's right. the guy yeah. that we fired. He, you got fired from your band, by the way. Yes. Did you know that? It was just temporary. Oh, temporary. Oh. You that definitely night. caught me off guard. Yeah, he didn't show up, but he has some stuff going on. That's cool. Being in uniform today, I, I didn't I didn't realize until yeah. now that you were in yeah. the audience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rehired in the band, and I'm rehired back to be back. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce everybody here. So today's episode is a special episode because we're going to be talking to a few of the over 50 people that work here at Forum. There's a lot of people that work here at Forum, and a lot of parts that make this place work and function. Or dysfunction, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we put the fun. We put, yeah. we put the fun in dysfunction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we just have a select handful, some of our favorites. The other ones that aren't here, I'm sorry. They're <laughs> not pick you. They're not available. They actually declined. These are the only four that had no idea what we were actually doing today. I snuck them in here. I tricked them. I said, hey, I got some food. Uh, sorry, the, doors <laughs> the doors are locked. The doors are locked. not leaving. Katie's like, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Um, anyway. So yeah, we're gonna do this today. It's gonna be fun. Maybe Mint, kind of talk about what you were planning on doing with this episode. So I, I have some <laughs> questions for these guys about working here, about working with Jerry, and what it's like. So right. we have some so fun questions. You do you want to introduce them, or do you want them to introduce themselves? Um, yeah, let's let's have you just go around. We'll start. We already kind of started talking about Steve. Maybe he can introduce himself, and we'll just go around this way. Come to Tommy. I'll let them kind of introduce himself. Maybe uh, tell us who you are. You know what you do here at Form, how we work together, and one interesting thing about yourself. One, just one. Well, we'll go around. We'll go keep going around. Okay. Uh, one for I'm now. Steve, I am Jerry, Dr. Ward's scrub tech. We've been scrubbing for just over five years. Prior to that, I went through about four years of 
school because I got my IT degree before that, but housing market crashed before that and couldn't find a job, so I went back to school for scrub tech. Um, I went to school for scrub tech because I spent some time in the hospital in Iraq over there volunteering, so they let me scrubbing over there and it didn't make me sick or upset, so <laughs> here I am. Um, when I'm yeah. Eight year combat uh, active duty. Yeah, thank you uh, so much for your service. You. That's amazing. amazing. Thank you. So uh, cool. Nowadays, when I'm not scrubbing for Jerry, I'm screaming in a band or <laughs> taking care of four kids or getting into some sort of trouble. It's true. He's always in trouble. No, he's not. Not legal trouble. Just, you know, the typical trouble that you get in if you're in a band. So, okay, tell us just really quickly about your band and what your part of the band is. And can you give us a sample? Can I give you a sample? Yeah, a sample, because you're the vocalist, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you were the mic. I knew, I knew. Yeah, I he's got the See, mic. It's coming. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me know. <laughs> and that's why he got rehired in his band, because what oh. are they going to do without the lead vocalist? Yeah. Right. It's never the same without the lead vocalist. I, I mean, Van Halen did it a little bit for a while, but <laughs> it, it never. Oh, and Kenzie just joined us. We're gonna choose Kenzie too. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Ron a, the video of me and you in the car mm -hmm. rocking out <laughs> to his band. Tell us the, the band name. We'll uh, put it Trader's at the end. Last Breath yeah. is the name of my Trader's band. Trader's Last Breath. Legit. And I am the vocalist, and it's heavy screaming. <laughs> and if I were to do anything now, it would be no different than a bird. <laughs> so, across the, uh, across the podcast, it'll sound like a bird, so. We'll okay, we'll, we'll keep it in that, we'll lose the imagination of that. Well, they'll see some on the video. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, all right. So, um, I am... Sorry, I'm go. not used to this. Yeah, no. I know. I'm not a singer. It's weird. It's I mean, weird to like. My worst fear yeah. in the world is karaoke. Like, I would rather, you know, I don't even say what I'd rather do, but I would never want to sing in front of you. Well, I'll make sure to add auto tune <laughs> to your section here. Um, but I am Dr. Chittister's patient coordinator, and um, I've been in the aesthetic world for a very long time. Um, I am the mom of three grown children, one young professional dancer that Jerry, I know, is aspiring to. If you haven't seen oh his gosh. moves yet, so good. you gotta Go check out Instagram. his What's moves. What's his tag on Instagram? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll yeah. Let me look. I think He's it's so good, Sage Ama Swenson. Yeah. He's in LA now, right? He is. He actually just uh, World of Dance just contacted him. Two oh, different choreographers wait. for him to go and try out this year, and he turned him down. Oh no. Sage underscore Swenson. Thank you, Mindy. Yeah, S-O-N. S-O-N. We'll tag it in. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a character. He's a character. He's just, you know, it's awesome when people know what they want to do and like nothing stands in their way and it's just really kind of cool to be a bystander and watch that. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, but, um, so, but you do have some really good dance moves. I, I have to say I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> impressed. I think we should have a plastic surgery dance off or oh, something, you know, yeah. dancing with the stars, forget it. about yeah. it. Do it. Dancing <laughs> with the surgeons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to prove my TikTok. <laughs> 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 yeah. so so, well, I'm always down for a dance battle. I've challenged a few other people. So one of our upcoming episodes, there are two Utah jazz dancers I cannot name at this moment, but I'm gonna challenge them to a dance off. I think you should. Already beat one of them, so I'm time to beat two of them at one time. Can you twerk? <laughs> I think the real question is, does any of us want to see that? Yeah, absolutely not. I don't want to see that. I don't know if I want to see anyone twerk, but yeah. Well, cool. So, but anyways, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Okay, let's go around.
Katie. Dawn Katie of the Lead Medical System for Dr. Chittister. Um, one unique thing that I have would be that I'm a Latina. Yeah. And I speak Spanish um, fluently. And we use her often for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though Dr. Chittister understands, he just wants me to like yeah. better translate. But he I understand. Uh, he's learned a few words. Well, in LA last year, I learned a lot. But yeah, I can't speak as like. How many kids do you have? Four. Four kids. Mm -hmm. They're adorable kids. Thank you. Two and two. Two two girls, two boys. Well, she also gives me advice on where to eat, so I like to ask everyone <laughs> yeah. around here, like All the places taco to eat. places. Yeah, taco, mm -hmm. whatever it is. I mean. Oh, yes. 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 You talk about Junga. Jungas. Yeah, Jungas too. Jungas. And the most porkies, but they changed it to a viejon. That's cool. I've never heard of it. Yeah, that one's good too. Okay. Yeah. We're there. Jungas is pretty good. Yeah, Jungas is pretty good. More sweet. That was a couple of Yeah, I'll be honest, like, and I, when I was in Thailand for a couple of years, like, there, and then in LA, like, there's so, a lot of similarities, like, I don't know if it's cultural, but, like, between Thai people, like, I'm not Thai, and, like, Hispanic, like, Mexican, it's crazy, like, there's a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. And people all the time, like, Hispanic speak Spanish to me, I was like, dude, like, I have no idea. I know what you're saying, but I cannot talk back to you. Yeah. Let me get my Google voice out, and I can, like, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing, Katie. Oh, Katie's uh, again. She's a medical assistant, so she kind of helps the workflow of the clinic, make me stay afloat, actually um, get through the patients every day. Cause a lot of patients. She has to like whip him into shape every mm -hmm. once in a while, make it's sure he stays quality. on time. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, Fantastic. I just I talk. You can ask any of them here. I talk a lot to my patients. <laughs> Tony's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> cool. All right, Heather. So I'm Heather. I'm probably the newest addition to form. Um, I'm a nurse injector. Um, I've been here for about a month, and my history, I've been a nurse for 11 years. I've worked in, I was a travel nurse for a few. I've worked in Boston and Seattle and Dallas and worked in the top. I worked at Boston Children's and Seattle oh, nice. Children's, and now I'm here. We're excited. Yeah, if you saw my post yesterday, my before and after for my vitamin B12 shot, I'm going to post a video, but you might see a part of my butt. But Heather gave me a B12 shot. Yeah. And I was like, like a new man. Except you couldn't sleep last night. Although I couldn't sleep. So no, I'm gonna, he did. You I'm did. Blame. You did okay. I'm better. Yeah. This is like, yeah, this jet lag thing in Thailand is killing me. It's almost happening. I got a few hours left. I got five hours left. Hours. Oh, that's way better. It's like two, three, four. Getting there. He thinks he'll sleep less than you. Yeah. Rest and sleep. Okay. Kenzie. Okay. So I'm Kenzie. Um, I'm one of the nurses here. I um, I'm in the OR with Jerry. I'm in clinic with Jerry. Um, what else? So I know Jerry and Mindy through my sister Kaylee Wright. Um, her husband Joe went to residency with Jerry. So that's kind of how I had my little connection with them. Um, what else? I was I worked in the NICU at Primary Children's for three years before came, coming here, and yeah, I love it here. Jerry's one of a kind. like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a small world. Because I mean, you I think 
Yeah, we, I mean, I met you and I found out like you were Caleb's sister. Well, I'm Caleb, I told us, but yeah. Yeah, we go back a ways there. So it's cool. It's, yeah. It's such yeah. a small community here, not just in Utah, but medically and then, you know, across the, the US and stuff. So it's cool. Um, again, I, I'm wearing a scrub cap, this just came straight from the OR. So I'm not in like a suit, I'm not in anything, but this, this is how we roll, you know. This is an OR day. My OR days are typically Monday, Wednesday, and then a lot of Fridays. And then we're out on Saturdays. Thanks Lots to Tani. Saturdays, and then Thanksgiving. I was going to call you, Mindy. Is there? Are you sure you're okay with him <laughs> doing this? I tried with, with, with the wife. <laughs> <laughs> she did ask. Maybe Christmas Eve would be a little different. Yeah. She could do she's all uh, he's, the, he's okay. We just need him to carve the turkey on Thanksgiving. He even pulls out his loops. Okay, so he'll be home to the turkey. Yeah. Do you IMG or inject a turkey? <laughs> this is like fat grafting. You know, all, so all principles of oh Thanksgiving relate to plastic surgery is what I realized. So prepping the turkey, you know, like getting everything ready. But yeah, you, you're injected. You know what I'm talking about? You get like the butter and the rosemary and the thyme and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mix it up and then you inject it under the skin. Oh, it's so moist, so flavorful. It was like fat grafting, huh? Remember we did that? I was like, yeah. I'm in LA, I'm like, I'm like, fat. This is a turkey. And it was. Fat. Okay. I want to see some video of that. Yes. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I got yeah. that. I think yeah, I have yeah, some. It. With my loops on. No. And then I put my loops on. Because then you got to carve the turkey. It's all, you know, it's anatomy. You have to feel the anatomy, where the turkey breast is, you know, where the good meat, the white meat, dark meat. It's all anatomy. And all these people told me last summer, we did, we did a pig roast. Oh. And we did the pig, the entire pig, of course, up on the table. Okay, so you had okay, they were interested themselves. Oh, you have some questions. I do. I have okay, some questions. This is gonna be awesome. So do you know me? Type of stuff, yes. Right? So how well do you guys know Dr. Chivester? Uh-oh. So does anyone know his full name? I do. What's his full name? Jerry Roberts. Oh, he's, he knows the initials too. He almost oh, got it. No, yeah, Jerry. He knows. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, Jerry Roberts. Yeah. Jeremy Roberts too. But I learned that from your video where your kid Jerry Bobby. Yeah. Jerry Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Miley realized that yeah, she's like, Bobby. wait, so your name is Jerry Bob for <laughs> 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 Jeremy Roberts, and his sure mind Jerry was Bob. blown. Jerry Bob. Yeah, he's like, Jerry wait, Bob. what? <laughs> My name is I Jerry like Bob. <laughs> Jerry Bob. I like it. We'll start calling you that. Okay, sounds so like uh, it sounds like an Animal Planet vet veterinarian. <laughs> Doctor Jerry Bob. Doctor Jerry Bob. Jerry Bob. Eight four zero nine five eight four one two. So this one is a random one, kind of a little more on the personal side than the work side. So what does he do almost every night before bed? Go on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Yeah. That, that was that is a correct answer. <laughs> So I don't take laxatives before I go to bed. And I don't take melatonin, but I do something to help me sleep. He does. So I didn't know if you guys. It's fine if you don't know. No. I think we did mention it the other night, though. Yeah, what do I do? He eats a bowl of cereal every oh. night. I am a cereal connoisseur, meaning we have like what, maybe twenty boxes of cereal in our pantry. All the boxes. All the kinds. Because, you know, it, your mood changes, right? So sometimes I'm in a chocolatey mood, but it has to be ultra chocolate. Like, I'm talking like pebbles, like cocoa pebbles, chocolatey. Oh. That's part of something. Yeah, chocolate. right before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost the either. milk or like whatever comfort it is that just comforts me. <laughs> I just go to bed. What's your top three favorite cereals? So, yeah, so my top three right now, because it changes, right? Because that's why I have like 20 different ones, because it depends on my mood. It does. So there usually has to be maybe some kind of help, like 
half healthy one, like a raisin bran crunch <laughs> in the mix, or um, half what's the wheat, the strawberry, like wheaties or whatever. Wheat wheat. So strawberry in them can be totally healthy. Um, frosted then, mini wheats. Yeah, frosted flakes is kind of the basic. That's like when I'm just like kind of needing something bland, you know, like kind of some sugary. Just a little sugary? It's frosty. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably cocoa, um, the pebbles. No, you like Cocoa Pops. Do you like Reese's cereal? Oh my goodness. Oh, Reese's cereal. 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 Reese's <laughs> Walmart delivery. Order. Okay. So we kind of, he kind of touched on this already, but why is Chit Chat with Chitty the perfect name for his podcast? Because he likes to chat. Yeah. He's, he's very chatty. Chatting with patients. Chat, 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 chat. Because we mentioned Katie has to keep him in line and on time and. Yeah, we have to go knock on that door every once in a while. We try and let it go as long as we can until he's like four patients behind him. Then we knock on the door. Well, okay, in my defense, like since I was in high school, like when I worked at the mall, like I worked in retail and sales, like, you know, your encounters with people sometimes are maybe 10, 15 seconds, right? You walk up to, you know, you're so annoying. You walk into like Buckle or somewhere, like, hey, what do you want to buy? You know, like they come up to you. It's just like, get, get away from me. So my whole goal was like, look, I'm not going to be pushy on anybody. But just find something to relate to them. Be like, yo, those shoes are amazing. Like, where'd you get those shoes? Or be like, hey, like, you know, are you guys going out? Are you guys going to dinner or something? They don't even talk about clothing, you know? Because if they're interested, like, you pick it up pretty quickly, right? And so I just kind of did that early on in sales, and it helped a lot. Like, you're just getting to know people really quickly, getting people's kind of trust. And so, I don't know, I just carried over into that medicine. I just like, I like to get to know people. Because, you know, you, I think it's all important about, you know, kind of building a relationship with someone. And, yeah, even if I don't operate on them or whatever, like, you know, you establish a relationship with a person. And to me, that's important. Yeah, I, I know I need to, like, cut it down a little bit. But that's always good to get to know somebody before you yeah, ask them to, you know, address. expose themselves. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's very true. Mm -hmm. Makes them a little more comfortable. Some, sometimes he, <laughs> yeah. So where are you going Go to dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now can you open up? <laughs> yeah, and that's why, like, for me, a lot of times, you know, I would go and see a patient. I would talk, get to know them, then leave, and then have them change, you know? Because I, I remember when I was in California, you know, some people I would, like, kind of work with as a, when I was in training, they would just walk in, patient would be, like, you know, already world, they've never met this plastic surgeon, the plastic surgeon's like, let me see your breasts, you know? Like, it just came off so cold to me, and so impersonal, and, you know, like, this is very awkward for, for women or men or whoever it is, but, like, you know, yeah, like I said, it's very vulnerable, you know? Like, you've never met someone, they probably never expose their body. Most people haven't exposed it to the public, especially when you don't know a stranger. And they're gonna walk in there, they're gonna touch your breast, measurement, and then walk out, you know? Yeah. So I just, that's why I've always had that philosophy, like I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You gotta talk to people and get to know them. Because they may be like, yo, you're weird, like I'm out, you know? <laughs> Give them a few minutes to realize like, okay, either they wanna be here or they don't, you know? So, so him talking about his retail leaded leads like perfectly into my next question. Does he have a shopping problem? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he likes to buy new suits every week. <laughs> every week? It seems like it. time. Well, I'd like, if I could, I would. So if I had time. what are his favorite stores? Express. <laughs> uh, 
There's got to be good. a sock store or something. Yeah, I love Express has good socks. You almost bought Anywhere a car to get the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> let's get real. Let's, let's, yes. let's just get down to the bare bones yes. here. So we'll add BMW <laughs> to his list of favorites. Yes. And he always goes to Best Buy post-call or during a call shift when he's at IMC. It's always very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Yes. The less sleep I've had, the more I tend to buy. Bigger purchases, scary. It is scary. <laughs> <laughs> and does he have an Instagram obsession? I haven't noticed all. <laughs> I haven't checked this the entire time because my phone's being used to record this episode. <laughs> that's why I chose your phone <laughs> to be used oh. to record. And you were in the OR. So true. That's why. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he hasn't. Although we're recording videos for Instagram in the OR. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, for me, in Instagram, like, people ask me, like, who does your social media? I mean, I do it. I mean, that in itself is pretty much a mm-hmm. half-time, <laughs> near full-time job when I'm not here. Um, but, you know, I, it's kind of my way to per, kind of portray my voice and who I am, you know? Because I, I did hire a company for a while to kind of try to manage a little bit and put posts, and they were so impersonal, mm-hmm. and it's just so bland. So I want people, because when people come in, they're like, oh, like, I feel like I know you, mm-hmm. I know your wife. I know the people you work with, you know, that's what I want them to feel, so they feel comfortable, you know. Yeah. Um, why isn't he dancing as much as he used to dance? Oh, I just told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because of your knee, your ACL. <laughs> yep. Otherwise, he would be dancing Same even more than he does. I thought it was because everyone who can't dance feels bad. He's trying to be sympathetic. and that makes me feel bad every time he dances. Yeah. He's trying to be sympathetic mm-hmm. to you, Steve. It's so frustrating though, because like you know, I sometimes I watch <clears> on TikTok. They have all these like how-to videos, like do dance moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would love to do those too, or even just do the moves. But then I was like, I can't. Like, it just feels weird right now. It's so frustrating. We'll see when that gets back to normal. We'll see what happens. Watch that TikTok that comes through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Does anyone know what his favorite surgery is to perform, whether it be cosmetic or reconstructive? What? Mm-hmm. Breast, breast, breast augmentation? Yeah. Is that your cosmetic? I would say my cosmetic is breast augmentation. Okay. Um, because even though, like, you know, in terms of how long it takes, it's not very long. Mm-hmm. But trying to, there's just so much that goes into it. I think a lot of people have this misconception that breast augmentation, anybody can do it. Yeah, technically, it can make an incision, throw in an implant. Today, for example, one of the cases, you know, a lot of patients that I see, though, have had that done by someone who's not well trained, not even a plastic surgeon, or you know, had it in that fashion. And so I, I try to approach it very technical. Like I do hand surgery, and you know, it's very technical. I think breast augmentation is the same way. It's very precise, and I think if you don't treat it that way, that's when we have these problems. And I have patients come in, their implants are in their armpit, they're down here, and you know, it's it's all about precision. And there's other reasons why those things happen. But um, and we'll talk about that in another episode. We'll talk about these types of things. But yeah, that's why I liked it because there's actually so much that goes into it. And your favorite hand reconstruction case. I don't know what it's called, but I know Yeah, it's so it's called policization. I'll show yeah. some pictures sometimes, but um, it's in kids mainly. You don't do it to do in adults. Essentially, if the child is born with a non-functioning thumb, and so they can't oppose, you know, thumb is the majority of the function of your hand, um, we can actually remove a non-functional thumb and turn an index finger into a thumb. So we can actually shorten it, rotate it, readjust all the tendons, um, move some stuff around the bone, 
and give a functioning thumb. That's like one of the, to me, that's one of the most elegant classes. Have you done one of those since you've been back in Salt Lake? No. Not here in Utah. Because I don't do much at primaries, you know, I, I'm not, that's mainly for the university, so I can't do it up there. But, you know, if we get one through here, I, I, I can do stuff at primaries. I'm just not, you know, Utah's a little different here. It's, everything is funneled to there if they're children. So, the kids I've had here are like from actually out of state. Like, I have mm -hmm. some kids from Hawaii, some other kids, um, because, you know, they don't live here. Is that so let's, let's go talk to some pediatricians and let them know yeah. you're here, then yeah. it could come. I know, I can barely get out of here to like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tawny yeah. keeps me so busy <laughs> that I can't oh, yeah. have time to go. Is that? Are they funneling it there just out of habit and like tradition, or is there like some kind of medical policy that primaries needs to deal with it first? Why, why is that, why are they always going there and you're just able to view out of state? Um, there's, there's, so primary children's is the only children's hospital in the surrounding four states. So any kid typically goes to primary children's because it's the only, only children's hospital. Yeah, you know, because children, a lot of these cases, they're either admitted overnight or whatever. So when you need pediatric training is totally different than adult, you know. I mean, I'm trained in even both. Even for anesthesia. Adult, you know, for anesthesia is totally different, you know. But even after care, like you're talking about working in the NICU and with kids, it's just you work with lots of children, Seattle children, it's very different. So kid stuff typically is done there, especially if it's operative. It takes like a know? big team. Yeah, and so um, the other part, so it is part of that because I think just one, the name, but two, it is the only children's hospital. So I have privileges there to do things. I can do these surgeries, but I think a part of it is also insurance-based. So, you know, primary affiliation with certain insurances, they all go there anyway. So doctors that are listed under there, We'll get there. Okay, so this is for you guys. Maybe even mostly, I don't know, you guys have all seen stuff, but has anything that you've seen in this office working with him freaked you out or grossed you out? I know like in a bigger hospital mm -hmm. setting and on trauma, there's a lot more of that, but there's still some component of that <clears throat> here. So has anything kind of gotten you? This is so random. <laughs> he searches for hernias like he yeah. is like a hernia yeah. master like they come in for a breast walk he's out but you know you have a hernia, yeah, a hernia. <laughs> and he sticks his finger like you know in the belly button Anyways, that was a little makes my throat tingle even just a tip right now <laughs> so how about you guys or you in the or anything? anything like coming from ortho to plastics it's a, it's a different world well, it's a different world entirely yeah when like tummy tucks are it was actually like viewing and assisting in a tummy tuck. Yeah, it's different. It's, it's graphic. It's a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. Graphic mm -hmm. is a good way. It's graphic, it. and you gotta be able to handle it. I yeah. can't. I can't watch any of the tummy tuck Instagram videos. I just. The tummy tuck. Yeah, every time it says graphic video and I know it's a tummy tuck, I just hurry up and hit forward <laughs> because it's just one I can't stomach. I can watch the hand, like you dissect the hand all day, mm -hmm. and even though it's still, you know, it's still under the skin, it's all the ligaments, all the muscles, it's just something about the tummy just feels so gross to watch. <laughs> I used to cringe when I would watch it on Instagram, like before working Especially here. Especially when he does the bobby on the abs. Yeah, it, like, but like flipping up the, like, just lifting yeah, the fat. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. and now that I'm working here, I'm like, yeah. all in it. I'm like, I just sit there and watch the whole time. So. It's like Silence of the Lambs in there. The labia plasty under mobile is pretty shocking. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that doesn't go on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Something's very tolerable under, like you said, local. Yeah. You know, you give a little, you, some people get sedation. Some people are like, I don't need anything. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it's like I think I would want sedation for that. No, you don't. I think if they could see. No, you don't. You don't. You're fine. You don't. You don't, yeah. you don't know what fine. you need. Yeah. It's yeah. like no, you're fine. <laughs> Well, that's good. That was interesting to hear. So <laughs> I used to tell him, like, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to see anything from, like, 3 to 6 p.m. because I'm either planning dinner, prepping dinner, or eating dinner. And I just, I couldn't do it. But now I'm, I'm a lot better now. Every once in a while, he'll, yesterday he pulled something up as I was, like, taking a bite of <laughs> oh. chicken. And I was like, <sighs> and we're done. I'm out. And then he showed it to my daughter, and she's all, oh, that looks like chicken. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> can I just spit this out right now? Nice. Or? <laughs> yeah, so there's a few things. But I've learned to stomach it a lot better. But one case I was in the OR watching with you was, I think it was a breast lift. Mm -hmm. And it was when you kind of skin it. Oh, yeah, that got me. I was like, okay, I got to go sit down for a minute. Because that, I, I don't think I had ever really that's seen that. That's the first that. and only time you've been in. I think I've been in two times. Yeah, I've watched it. I've never. Yeah, I'm not maybe I maybe I'm better time. outside of the OR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you have to bury the the flap and so you get the skin out. Yeah, it's like. I think I just wasn't prepared or expecting yeah. it, so I was like. Whoa. Well, I get a lot of students that come through, medical students, or you know, whoever it is, um, and I try to warn them if they've never been in the OR because it's like, for one, there's gonna be a smell like. It's just a cautery smell. If you've never smelt it, it's not like a bad smell, but it's like a <coughs> smell you probably haven't smelled. Because even like, you know, barbecue and stuff, like it's not the same at all. No. You know, so after you've smelt it, it's no big deal. It's that first exposure. It's like when you've never worked with a cadaver or something. Yeah. Yes. So what? How long does Jerry say a carpal tunnel case? Will take? <laughs> he always says does the same answer. I know. So it's. Seven minutes. But what <laughs> did he say the other day? I could do it in probably five or even three. <laughs> I can do it in three. Yeah, because I don't want to rush. So I want to do it safe, protect the nerve, but technically. Seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. We'll always. Minutes. He always says, oh, carpal tunnel? Yeah, I could do that in seven minutes. Like, <laughs> always. Ask anyone. I do. When I go to the hospital and I say, I tell them, I'd like, what's the tourniquet time? Seven minutes. So, what is the hardest or easiest thing about working with Jerry? Let's go with the hardest thing first. The hardest thing. <laughs> she doesn't want to speak yeah. now. The hardest thing. Can be honest. No repercussions. And it doesn't have around. to be about Jerry, just like just the position you're in. You know, yeah. what's the... She has to chase him around, whether he's back in his office or whether he's standing at the MA station, mm -hmm. but on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You yeah. still have to like, wake like up today. Here's for like standing in the hall. Yeah. Come on, we're, we're starting this. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I, so, and, okay. what I was going to say is, I think, unless some people just realize, like, if I walk out of a room, like, maybe like four people approach me at once, you know, or like, and Tani's great, she'll like text me or something, or, but like sometimes a Tani can talk to me, or like Annette, or, you know, one of the other MAs, or one of the nurses has something, or I get a phone call from, if I'm on call, or I get a phone call from a doctor about something. Like it's this constant like stuff going on, you know? And so my mind is like, I try to be in five places at once. I don't do a very good job at it. <laughs> but yeah, always something, you know, or someone texts me and it's not even Instagram, it's about a patient or a therapist calling me about one of my patients. 
Like it's pretty relentless, you know. Cool. So I do I appreciate that Katie and a lot of the yeah, you have to stay on top direct of me because like honestly, like I try to prioritize it, but as things come to me, I'm just trying to take care of it, you know. Yeah. And it is pretty fascinating watching when you come out of a room. It's like would you take like I don't know, bird feeds and all the birds just swarm. It kind of is like that. He walks out of a room and it's like whoosh. It's a celebrity Jerry, coming Jerry, out Jerry, of their Jerry. hotel to yeah. crowd of fans. Yeah. No, I think everyone's just trying, you know, because some people are like, oh, okay, she's been waiting for 30 minutes, or, you know, yeah, so everybody has a, a good reason. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's like, okay, let's like triage it or whatever. The best, though, is when I see them ask you a question and you'll your mind is on something else. And then, like, seven minutes later, you answer <laughs> their question. Yeah. And then Katie will be like, what? <laughs> what are you yeah. what are you talking about? Because by then her mind has moved on to a million other things too. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. Just just observing is pretty funny. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know what it's a weird thing. Like also like Katie will say something to me and I'll be like talking to her. And then like maybe Stephanie or something says something. And I hear what like Stephanie says and it just like parks in my brain. Like what she said is still there. Yeah, and then I'll three respond of your, but three of your words, they were all talking and you answered all of the different questions, but I had to but do all it. in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it gets jumbled too, I guess. <laughs> but it's like there, it also and then they like have to pick say. up on yeah. what part was for them. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you're incredibly easy to work with and to yeah. work for. That, that's that's yeah. really, mm -hmm. and I'm sure everybody would agree, and everybody in this building would agree with that. I've worked with doctors before, and plastics aren't always known. <laughs> to be easy to work for, you know? And I've been to conferences that I just see him walk down the hall and I'm like, oh no, uh-uh. That guy could never work for him just because his ego hit me, you know, 20 feet before he even walked past me. But you're incredibly easy to work for and you make it fun and that's what's so fun, whether you're, you know, throwing a mint between your legs to break it into a thousand pieces, you know, or trying to get the- It works. The top off of a bottled water with an with implant, an implant. Yeah, you know? We have a lot of fun, and that makes, I think, everybody's day yeah. a lot easier. Our performance evaluation's around the corner, and that's why I have been so nice. My hardest part with Jerry is uh, the occasional K-pop. <laughs> hey, you, you put it on today. I put it on today. What did you do? This because you were stressed. Korean. Korean. He does have a lot in the mood. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was good to be a, 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 a DK, so we put the K-pop yeah. on it. You'd be right, right up. It helps. You can see him smiling behind his mouth. He even looked at me. He's like, thanks, man. Yeah. Nice. That was giving you a hard time. It is. Yeah, the K-pop. <laughs> it's hard for Steve. <laughs> so we have amazing patients here, and a lot of them bring treats, and a lot of them even wonder when we're gonna post about their treats. <laughs> like one one thing came, and the patient was like, "Hey, did you get it? Did you guys get my did you get my treat? Because I haven't seen it posted yet." Like people get very excited, and people also get excited to watch their case go up on your Instagram. Um, but what is a favorite treat that you guys have seen come in from a patient? If he shares. Does he share very well? No, he doesn't no. share. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you ever eat those cupcakes. Wow. Do you remember that See, box? Never. It was like artwork. Like I didn't know. Did oh. you eat that? Which yeah, one? I really I put them over here. Oh, they're they're in. In. I put the them in the break room. Oh my gosh, they were beautiful. Like, they were, yes. It was artwork. Oh, the fruit Yes, that was my favorite. Those, Did uh, he ask ever shared with you? Do you want to share with me? I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. He shared with me that. Just that one. Well, the one time someone brought Lehigh Bakery um, donuts. The square ones. Like two or three boxes. I got half of one. 
Okay. And, and I'm fine with that. But those are like some of the best donuts they I've ever really had. Good. And I had half of one. Yeah. So I do share one. But sometimes I don't share these. If I get these, which I get a lot, sorry. Patients will even bring, they'll ask what like other yeah. people's favorite drinks are. Yeah. Drinks, drinks, or yeah, it's fun. We have some great patients. Yes, we do. You know, I tried your Kickstarters on my 14-hour uh, drive I had a couple months oh, ago. Yeah. I don't feel like they did anything for me. I think it's all in your head, honestly. Oh, I, I don't drink them to make me stay awake. I drink them because I like the taste of them. Oh, that's really... Oh, that's, that's worse, right. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, seriously, I know it, it doesn't have any he effect He tries on to say they're healthy and that they have vitamin okay. C in them. Let's, let's, let's do this right oh, here we go. Only yeah. 80 calories. Okay, this is the whole can. This is for the full... 240 mils. It has 100% of the vitamin C I need for my day. Nice and 100%. Vitamin B6, very important, right? Nerves, all this stuff. 120%. Okay. And I drink two of these a day. Pantothon, no, I can't say it. Pantothenic acid, 80%. So two cans, like 160%. Um, it doesn't say how much <laughs> high fructose corn syrup I'm getting uh, in my day. Uh, but, uh, oh, it is right here. Total sugar, 33% of my day. And then you have how many Today, the only thing I've had to eat or drink is this today. Hey, I brought you a bagel that you took away. I took one bite out of that. Yeah, I tried. So that's why I, I get something out of it. Between me and your patients, yeah. you're very sugared. <laughs> Which, surprisingly, you've managed to be this thin up until this point, given that it feels like you eat nothing but junk food all the time. But he still eats like 3,000 calories within yeah. that two-hour window. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't last, though. But what I was going to say is that when I was in Thailand last week, I think I gained like 10 pounds. So I gotta lose these. But the worst thing is you gain like 10, it's always like 12 pounds. He'll be like, I want to lose I need to lose weight, and he'll wake up the next morning and have lost 12 pounds. And I think it falls yes. to my side of the bed every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stop. Maybe he's doing liposuction on himself and then starting to lose. Stop grafting. Yes. Okay. Do you guys have any nicknames for each other for other people in the workplace? Mm. No, just Stefania. 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 She's in class there. I should know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday was her birthday, so there are yes. cupcakes if you need more mm -hmm. sugar. There are cupcakes. Oh, that's right, I saw them. Yeah, yeah. Fun Betty. Best. Do we have any nicknames? Steve O. Steve O. I call her Drake Red. Drake mm -hmm. Red. Mm -hmm. I called her yeah. Heather after today. So Heather after. Heather after. Heather after. Heather after. And then Kyla's Red. Yeah. Red, big red. You're taller. I'm taller. She's shorter. Yeah. Six feet versus five. Five two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I was telling them that yesterday I was like, I'm the tallest MA. I'm five are four. You really? Yeah. All the girls are like, they this. are. Yeah. I know. Then I go in there and just. Oh no, Rachel. Rachel. Rachel's tall. Yeah, Reagan. Never mind. <laughs> You're Scratch the tallest lead. <clears throat> yes. The tallest lead. MA. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think those are the majority of the cool. questions I have. Do you guys have any questions for him or yeah. any disses? <laughs> so uh, this is really for each of you. Um, when you were beginning your career in medical fields, like is this 
the field that you initially wanted to go into or did you ever envision yourself being in here or did you think you were going to be in a totally different element of the medical world at this point in your life? I was in school with the, with the goal of working for a plastic surgeon. There was a guy kind of looked ahead of me and he told me that, you know, we, what you can get privatized is a scrub tech, that's where you want to be. There's the money's there and the, uh, you know, that personal relationship <coughs> with the surgeon's good. So he kind of had a talk with me and I bought into it immediately. So hmm. uh, I guess I've been scrubbing plastics now for two years now. Um, yeah, because before you came here, yeah, before that, I was like, yeah. at the other office. Uh, that was just part time stuff, but yeah, no, this is this is from school. This is where I wanted to be. I never in a million years thought I would be working for a plastic surgeon. Really? Yep. Never. Well, you, Tani, went to get her master esthetician. Yeah. And then so I was a sudden, master esthetician, yeah. and I love skin. You know? Yes. Um, and plastic surgery was something I just wasn't sure how I felt about it, and I thought I would be honestly dealing with a big ego and a lot of neurotic women. Yeah. I really did. And so it's right. been just, it's really been for the most part the opposite to be involved with women that are making life changing choices. It can be very emotional. And it is. Yeah. And most of them, there are a few crazies, let's get real, but most of them are not. And they're finally like, I'm going to focus on me. I've had my mm -hmm. children. And, and there's really a deep connection that is formed. So it has been exact opposite of what I yeah. thought. You went to do master aesthetics yeah. and yeah. kind of got thrown yeah. into this whole other yeah. realm and plastics. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so Well, we're glad that you're here. Yeah. yeah. Very, very happy. Yeah. How about you guys? I never saw myself in plastic surgery. I just, um, I was done dermatology. So that's mm -hmm. where I kind of was heading to. And then when this opened up, I was like, oh, should I go? The girls, you know, they're mean, they're pretty. <laughs> it was like really, like you know. There is, but, but after I met with patients, they're so nice and they're just like unhappy with their body, and so it's it's nice to see a happy and make make a change in their life and make them happy and just their ego goes up and it's, yeah. it's still good though. And it's, but it's like I like my people. Mm -hmm. I love them. They're really nice. No, I thought I was always going to be in pediatrics. And so, was it injections that kind of yeah kind of were drawn to injections? Okay, got Botox. Yeah, also really like helping people feel and see themselves as them and feel feel beautiful and not because with injections, like I don't I don't feel like anyone needs it. It's just helping them feel better about themselves and seeing them for their work. Um, so I always wanted to do NICU or like maybe like women's health, something like that. Um, but I always kind of liked like the dermatology, skin, plastic, like, you know, that in the back of my head. So yeah, I, this is kind of a different side of women's health. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah, it is. So I'm like, I'm still like involved and my patients talk to me. So sometimes yeah. but yeah so like i still will always have like a piece of my heart in NICU and like babies yeah. and stuff but it is like seeing women's health it's like the other yeah after they had all their babies and everything it's kind of cool to see like the transition and like the journey they go through yeah and, like see like afterwards of how they well hopefully the hours are a little bit easier oh yeah handle. being being a mom and being yeah. in the NICU is hard yeah it was it was hard it long was, days or nights yeah, so, but no, I really love it here. It's, 
I never thought I would be in a plastic surgery or like looking at the plastic surgeon. So well, awesome. when he started med school, he didn't either. Yeah, I was gonna say when I started, I wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon initially. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I wanted to do something where I could, you know, do something like immediate to like either save someone's life or at least prolong their life or help their quality of life. And you know, I just always thought that cardiothoracic surgery was kind of how I would do that. And then even you know, I got into med school and I quickly realized that like, man, like the lifestyle that they have, the hours and things that they put in, and the stress level of dealing with patients that are at that kind of critical level all the time is just, they were very high strung. And I was like, I just didn't want that. And then we, you know, we're having, we're trying to build a family and things. And so, you know, I thought, well, maybe I'd be a cardiologist. So not yeah, like He decided intense, to not do surgery. As yeah. Like, but I was like, I always felt like I was a hands-on person and all that stuff. So looked into, I did a lot of research all through undergrad and or in med school and cardiology. And then my third year, I rotated in cardiology. And I came home that first day. He came home and he's like, I can't do this. I was like, like, this I hate it. is not me. And I was like, we're halfway through the Yeah, it was a huge, it was a scary moment because I thought it built up to that point. And I was like, man, I, I can't do this. Like, it just is not me. It's not what I thought it was going to be. You know? So, and even though I wanted me to be an interventional cardiologist, I was like, I can't get to that point. I can't spend that many years and then just forget that point. I won't be able to, to handle it. But then at the same time, I went to like a, a job fair up at the university for all the med students, and they had a booth for plastic surgery. So I went and saw EMT, I saw orthopedics, anesthesia, hospitals. I went to everything because I was like, I don't know what I want to do now. And I went to the plastic surgery booth, and I sat down. And it's this perception I have, which most people have, of plastic surgery, that all they do is boob jobs or breast augmentation. And you noses. Know? And rhinoplasties. So I was like, uh, so I sit down. And the first thing that do- the doctor says, I remember she said, um, you know, plastic surgery is not all breast augmentation. I was like, huh? Like, kind of peeped me. Was like, whoa, what else do you guys do? You know, I was talking about all this stuff about reconstruction for cancer defects, or you know, like like all these pediatric things. We were talking adults, kids, head to toe, in and out. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I came home, and I actually switched my rotation from cardiothoracic surgery, a two-week elective, to plastics. And this is like again halfway through my third year of four years of med school, and like I was hooked. Mm-hmm. And I realized, you know, and so I kind of have come, not full circle, but, you know, now here, I, a majority of what I do, I'm a, I mean, I'm a specially trained hand surgeon in orthopedics and plastics, but a lot of what I do here right now is cosmetic aesthetic surgery, you know, and I even, when I was in California, I was like, I don't want to just do cosmetic surgery, you know, I told her, or aesthetic surgery, I don't want to do the same thing every day, but you know, kind of like you all mentioned, I, I've, I'm seeing what it really does for, for patients, you know. Especially women have had a lot of children, and the changes you can kind of help restore to a woman's body, like well, like you mentioned earlier, not every breast dog is the same. They're yeah. all different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all challenges. So, um, I've I've grown to like love it. I love what I get to do here every day. So today was a hard day, but uh, <laughs> you know we get through it. Um, and I still love the chance, the opportunity. I've had plastic surgeons tell me like, you know, why are you doing a hand surgery fellowship if you're going to go and do aesthetic surgery? And that wasn't my plan. I was gonna work in a, I was gonna work in an academic center in California. It was the plan originally, so it's interesting how things kind of work out. How you all kind of said, you know, where you're coming from. Uh, I was planning on working in a hospital and you know doing kids and adults and all that kind of stuff, but you know it worked out here. But I still get to take call at a trauma center and I do these just these disasters that come in and get to save a limb, save a life, you know. And so I love, I still love that aspect. And you know, plastic surgery, I like that because hand is the one area that you can do that, you know. So it's kind of. I know Mindy needs to get going. Oh yeah, Mindy's so. gotta go. Yeah.
to be a mom. So um, thank you everyone so much for spending your time here. I know you can be with your families right now or you can be <laughs> doing work or whatever you need to be doing, but appreciate you sitting down, kind of sharing your perspectives, your experiences here. Um, we appreciate it. You know, Chit Chat with Chitty, this is like an evolving thing, but this kind of want it, to, want it to be like, you know, we're talking, we're getting to know each other, people get to know us better, and we're just kind of sharing our experiences in life. And that's what we're kind of doing with other guests that we have on and all that stuff. So you're all our special guests today. Appreciate yeah. it. We truly have the best team. Seriously. We really do. You guys are awesome. So thank you so much. So that's it for Chit Chat with Chitty. We're going to say something? I was going to say thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, thanks for watching. I hope you're able to watch the whole episode. So, for Chit Chat with Chidi, again, we're on YouTube. So, if you're probably watching this on YouTube um, or you're listening to it on iTunes, Anchor FM, or Spotify. So, if you're not subscribed, you can click the subscribe button below on YouTube. And then also click the little bell. So, if you hit the bell, that will alarm you to when, or alarm you, it will alert you. <laughs> I'm not going to wake you up at 4 a.m., but it will alert you. Oh, cool. Um, to when we have a new episode. So we do it every Friday. Ron is very diligent, even if it's the last second, because he's very busy himself. So I appreciate that. Um, and so we're going to work on it. We're gonna have, he has some merchandise coming up here that we're really excited about that he's designed, some T-shirts, and we're going to be doing a giveaway pretty soon. Um, some stuff. So we, we got some input from all you viewers out there. People have been sending messages and DMing. So we have, he has some cool designs. So we're posting that soon. So if you check on Instagram, it's Chit Chat with Chitty, right, MD? Chit Chat with Chitty. Chit Chat with Chitty on Instagram. You can follow us. That will also give updates for our episodes. And thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys again next week. Chit Chat with Chitty. Chit Chat with Chitty. Chit Chat with Chitty. Chit Chat with Chitty.